You are listening to the sermons of the late Pastor Frank Hampton Jr., who pastored the Church of God in Jackson, Michigan from 1963 to 2018. If you would like to learn more about Pastor Hampton or the Church of God, please visit our website at www.churchofgodjackson.com. Again, that's www.churchofgodjackson.com. We hope you enjoy the message. God bless. Matthew chapter 5, verse 6. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. We want to talk to you this morning about the quest of a thirsty soul. Now, being filled with God or the Spirit of God is not an option. We don't decide whether or not we think it's best for us or whether we want to seek after it. But it is a definite command that all of God's people be filled with Him or His Spirit. And you don't get it all at one time. When God saved you, you are not filled with the Spirit at that time. Come on. Now, there are many that repent of their sin, but never go on to be filled with the Spirit. It is an entirely different operation and work. But the Word of God in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 18 says, And be not drunk with wine. Well, the Bible, some people say that the Bible don't teach against drinking wine, just being drunk. If you drink a spoonful, you're a spoonful drunk. And be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. Be filled with the Spirit. Not whether you believe it or want to or not think about it, but be filled with the Spirit. Pray with me this morning. We are living in a time where there are too many clean, empty people and they're not bothered about it. Too many people who at one time or at some times said, God forgive me, but they never went on and put their all on the altar and let God fill them. Are you praying with me? And dear one, in every case, there is a definite reason why. You pray with this morning. Hard. Now the Bible says, What? He that hunger and thirsts after righteousness shall be filled. 
letting you know that God does not just indiscriminately dash his spirit on anyone. Say, if you don't have a certain attitude, if there is not a certain desire in your soul, you'll never be filled with the spirit of God. Brother, God's going to see to it that you desire him more than anything else in this life before he fills you. Brother, I am becoming less and less sympathetic with people that will not go to be filled with the Spirit of God. Why? Because it is a true indication to me that there's something that they want more. And if they want something more, they don't deserve God's Spirit. You pray with me. I, I'm, I am having less and less sympathy. All of this prolonged carnality. All these people going on year after year having their carnal fits and cutting up. Still getting mad after two or three years. Speaking loud, hasty words. Having lustful eyes. Amen. The reason the word of God says if you hunger and you thirst after righteousness, God will fear you. But people are hungering and thirsting more after having their way. If people would go to the same extent to be filled with the Spirit of God and they would to satisfy their own animosity, their own urges, their own appetite, they'd be filled. And if you don't have that, you don't deserve a place in the church of God. Come on! And brother, the Word of God enjoys it upon us. And I'm not giving any credence to those who are not filled. You pray with me this morning. I cannot recommend you for anything unless you feel with the Spirit of God. You pray with me this morning for nothing. Can't recommend you to no office. Come on. Can't recommend you praise our God to serve tables. Can't recommend you for no husband, no wife. Can't recommend you for nothing. Why? Because I have no assurance of your outcome. You're going to mess up somewhere down the line if you're not spiritual. And that's one thing about the Spirit of God. If you don't have it, you can't show it. You can't make believe. You can acknowledge all you want to praise our God. But the Holy Ghost speaks for himself. The Bible says the Holy Ghost is a witness unto us. He does his own witnessing. And brother, you pray for me. I'm intending to hold this thing by the grace of God. Brother, I'm intending to discriminate this thing. People, when I get filled with the Spirit of God, Amen, you're going to be relegated to some little corner. Because you have no functional place in God's body. Amen. You pray with me this morning, brother. Praise our God. The reason why the churches all over the land are apostatizing today. What? They got unspiritual people up and trying to sing. And trying to lead people into singing. And they're going to get all babbling songs. And sing on babbling style. And revise everything that got any spirit to it. Why? Because spirit-filled people don't want to sing spirit-filled songs. They want to sing something, praise our God, that's entertaining and yodeling and doing all this with their voices and all that kind of foolishness. But the spirit-filled people are not there to exemplify themselves or to show their talent, even or what they can do with their voices. But they want everything they do. They want to magnify Jesus. 
And brother, as soon as we open the gate and let people who are not filled with the spirit, filled with the spirit, begin to function and do this and that and the other, and select your song and select this and lead the prayer meeting, after why you go up in a apostate group, I don't care who you are. You can preach all you want to, talk all you want to, brother. But if spirit-filled people are not directing every face to the thing, you have an apostasy on your head. Amen. And let me tell you this. Unless what we do gives inspiration, unless I can preach under the inspiration, you're going to drop in your soul. Unless you all can sing under the inspiration, amen, we'll not be blessed. You pray with me now. And if these songs are not given by inspiration, will you please pray with me? Somebody just commercialize and get some songs that sound good and you're going to grab hold to them. Brother, let me tell you something. You're going to portray the same spirit that those songs were originated. Oh, pray with me this morning, praise our God. Brother, I'm saying many of the blind and the bad, praise our God. Selecting things that there's no inspiration all over the land today, praise our God. We went to a place the other day and, amen, just jazzing up the songs and doing all of this and that and the other, taking the old songs of Zion and putting them on a different beat. Why? Because they died years ago and they're trying to add life by emotion. Emotion is not life. If, they, if you cannot be impressed with nothing short of the emotion, praise our God, you're dead as a doornail. We shouldn't have to emotionalize anything. We shouldn't have to change the tempo of anything to impress the saints of God. Or to move you. Or to stir you. Amen. Be filled with the Spirit. Be filled with the Holy Ghost. you got to be filled with it. Praise the living God. You pray with me hard. For the word of God is that hung and thirst after righteousness. Brother, let me tell you this. You pray with me. I have no hope of some people ever being filled. Why? Because that hunger is not right. That thirsting, but they're thirsting to relax, thirsting for more of the world, thirsting for uh, uh, more looseness. But there are not many people thirsting after righteousness anymore. You hear me? There are not many people worrying in the past about trying to be filled with the Spirit. But the past, look like I've been praying, I've been fasting, but look like I just can't get filled. What's the matter with me? I've been fasting every other day trying to get my sanctification, but I just can't find it. Hungering and thirsting. I've been getting all up through the night praying and begging God to fill me. But look like I can't get him. Hungering and thirsty. You don't find many people with that attitude. But people wondering why we got to do this and why you can't do that and why you can't do the other. Thirsting after the world and not after righteousness. I can tell why you're thirsty by what you're asking about, what you're seeking after, what you want to do. By your desires. Word of God, if you, unless you hunger and thirst after righteousness, you never will be filled. And let me tell you something, dear one. You pray with me. Let me give you some truth this morning. Brother, when people are hungering and thirsting after righteousness, it affects their attitude. Brother, if you go without food for two or three days, nothing hardly matters to you but food. Brother, before you can do anything, I don't care how you've been traveling and how long you haven't seen your mama and your uncle and your grandma, brother. If you haven't had any food in about 24 hours, fix me some meat. And I'll talk to you and hug you and kiss you at the watch. Fix me some meat. I want to feel my belly now. I'm hungry. Got anything, got anything done? What, by the same token, brother, nothing satisfies a hungry person but food. Nothing satisfies, praise our God, a person that's seeking God, righteousness, but more God, Holy Ghost. You can, you, they're not distracted because somebody didn't say something right to me, didn't speak to me this morning, or all this kind of food. You're not thinking about that. Amen. I want to fix, but I'm, let me get ahead of myself. I ain't careful. Well, my God, have mercy. Have mercy, Lord.
Praise the living God. Be not drunk with wine, the word of God says. Wherein is excess. But be filled with the Spirit of God. And let me show you something, children, about this being filled with the Spirit. You don't get filled. Or you don't get God's Spirit by portions. Well, I got him, but I'm not, you know, filled all the way up with him. I got him, but I got an area where I don't have him. Brother, I made that illustration to the saints of God. I can get a glass, I've gotten a glass, and I filled it up with water. I brought me another bottle filled up with something, I tried to put some more in there, it wouldn't take any more. I couldn't put another drop in the wild field. I couldn't get pop, gasoline, nothing else in it. Why? It was filled. By the same token, when you're filled, you can't get no meanness in you. Can't get no lust in you. Can't get no fussing in you. Oh, would you pray with me? Can't get no envy in you. Can't get no strife in you while you're filled with the Spirit. Thank God. Slap you on this side, you turn the other. While you're filled with the Spirit, there's a cross river. Can't get no back mean talk from you. Why? It's not in you. Come on. Thank God you can't be filled with the Spirit and something else. You remember the size that this morning? I see people get cross as a chicken. Pray that with God. You can't cross them. They, that face turns up and wrinkles up and mouth turns to the side. And the eye gets squeezy. And the voice begins to tremble. Amen. You remember Cain in the garden? Amen. When God came back and says, What happened? Nothing. What, what, what's the matter your face? You, 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 you mad. No, I'm not. Well, what's wrong with your face? He said, why is your countenance for why you wear your face all wrinkled up? Why is there so much wind in your jaw? Come on! If you're not mad, don't look like it. Be filled with the Spirit. You just keep on messing with me. That's what happened to me. Praise our God. Give me Psalms. Hallelujah to God. Chapter 63. Psalm 63. We're going to begin reading, I believe, about verse 1. Oh God, thou art my God. Oh Lord, my soul is hungry. I'm going to get up two hours before work time and seek you. If I had to go to work, pray that I got it four o'clock in the morning, I'd get up. All right. Amen. Amen. But now I don't go to eat, I'm going to get up three minutes to eat. Right. And run red lights and be condemned when I get there. Give me that again, sister. Oh, God. Thou art my God. Thank God I'm going to seek you early. I'm not going to wait until, amen, the devil get in me. I'm not going to wait until things start going wrong in the house and they get everything rearranged and amen and get up late because I've got funny because I can't find my stuff. Oh, I'm going to seek it. Thank God I'm not going to miss it. Every morning I'm going to get up early. Amen. Before I do anything else, I'm going to seek God because I don't know what the devil coming with and I don't know how he's coming. Listen to what the word of God says. Early, I'm going to seek and praise our God before I seek my own comfort. Well, you don't have to pay attention. Just continue your own pattern. But, but I tell you what, you'll never live a spiritual life. Amen. You'll never live a spiritual life. You know, I know you won't. 
And it, it's an indication of a lack of spirituality. Read on. Come on. My soul thirsts for you. That's a meatiness. If you saw it, you'd, 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 you'd be looking with your eyes buff now, but you probably don't see. Listen now. Give me that again, sister. Now you let now get this now. You get this this dual quest. My soul thirsted for thee. My flesh longeth for thee. My flesh longeth for thee. My wait a minute, wait a minute. That's good. My soul and my flesh. That's why you're not going to satisfy the flesh, because your flesh is longing for God. Hallelujah! That's why you can fast consistently, because your flesh is longing for it. That's not why you're going to fulfill the lust of the flesh, because your flesh is longing for God. Some people got old superficial requests. Oh, I want God. I'm not studying about you. Praise our God. When you're longing for God, right, the whole man is longing for God. Your spirit, your soul, your flesh. You want to keep that flesh holy. Come on. You don't want to be trying to carry 240 pounds around on a 135 pound frame. Praise because that's abusing my body. That's worse than smoking. You don't smoke because it's abusing your body. But you're going you're you're to you're stretch a 35 weight stitch to, to 48. And man, you go go stretch your pull skin like that. You might come out better smoking a cigarette. Come on! Gonna carry around sixty pounds extra weight like you're carrying. You may get a, a bag on your back. What would that be like? Carrying a sixty pound bag on your back all your life? My flesh. My flesh longing for God. My soul longing for God. Ah! God, I'm not longing for the streets to get out in them, have a boat race, praise our God, in a speed car race or a motor drag race on a motorcycle. I'm not thirsting, I'm not thirsting for no foolishness. That's what some people are thirsting for. Get together. Let me recreate. That's what he calls it. Amen. Amen. Just let me have, let, 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 give me land, lots of land. Just, let, just turn me loose. Turn me loose. That's what people are longing for today, they want. Get off and work, praise our God. Ready? Just, just, just turn me loose. Come on! My flesh, my flesh. That's where you can get sanctified, brother, when that flesh begins to long for God. Amen. See, but let me show you something. But see, naturally, the flesh is longing to be satisfied. Amen. That's why people lust. Why? Because the flesh is always want something else. Always want something else. And you keep longing for it. That's why people lust. That flesh ain't satisfied. That flesh ain't longing for God. That flesh is longing for another lady, another man, a, a personal satisfaction or something. You get that? That's a tremendous scripture. I ain't seen that before. Give me that again, sister. Give me that again. Might be something else. Now. I don't know. Oh God. Thou art my God. Early will I seek thee. Listen now. Lord, my soul is thirsty. Lord, everything. Lord, have mercy. Lord, please have mercy. Everything about me is longing for God. My spiritual man is crying out, Lord, fill me. 
this old natural flesh is saying, Lord, fill me so I can control, bring it under subjection. So I can be willing to suffer. So I can be willing to deprive it. So I won't be always doing things I got to repent of. So I can control my feelings and my passions and my urges and my sensations. If, 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 if my flesh is not longing for God, I'm going to be trying to feel my sensation any kind of way, legitimately or illegitimately. You're going to do it. So there's no need to, well, they think you can wait two or three days, you I got victory. You ain't got no victory. Brother, unless that flesh is longing for God, it's going to satisfy itself until you die. I know that. So don't try to tell me nothing. Don't tell me anything about that. I know it, brother. This flesh is going to remain the same. This flesh is going to desire satisfaction until the day you die if it's not looking for God. And you're going to satisfy it one way or the other. You're going to do it. Now you can say all you want to say, and I know that. Now I know you're going to do it. Why do you? Because your nature indicates it. You're going to do it however you can. That's why people are coming up with all these little strange urges and strange practices. And reading all kind of old books and trying to find new thrills and all this kind of mess. Why? Their flesh is longing to be satisfied. They're not longing after God. They're perverting sex and perverting eating habits and perverting all kind of mess. Just perverting themselves. Why? Their flesh is just crying out for more and more. Satisfy me more. Maybe let's try something else. Let's try something different. Let's try something new. And the flesh is longing for it. The flesh is longing for it. Why? Because that flesh is not longing for God. It's longing to be satisfied. And until the day you die, it's going to be longing. You watch and see what I tell you. Amen. Unless you turn that flesh in the right direction, unless you get a vision of hell and a vision of God, the goodness of God, and the potentials of a spiritual person, you'll never long for God in the right fashion. And that flesh is going to overwhelm you until you die. And you'll never be fit for a service for God as long as the flesh has the ascendancy. Read, sister. Wait a minute, praise the Lord. Give me that last sentence on the other verse. My soul thirsteth for thee. My flesh longeth for thee. In a dry and thirsty. In a dry. Let me tell you. Will someone pray with me? Brother, in a time of spiritual drought like we're in now, everyone that named the name of the Lord should be longing with all that is within them. Lord have mercy. Brother, it is so scarce that your soul can be fed. You are so few and far apart. The inspiration has almost left the earth. It is so difficult to get a little, amen, a little, little, little twinging in your soul. Brother, everybody that knows anything about the kingdom of God ought to be longing, Lord God, and see your spirit is leaving the earth. Lord, we're in a dry time. Lord, we can't find no inspiration. We go here and there. We go to camp meeting. We go to fellowship meeting. Lord, it's getting worse and worse. Ought to be longing. We're in a dry, we're in a thirsty time. My God, everybody that sees this apostasy upon us ought to be crying out before God. The devil trying to strangle your services. Amen. Don't want you to pray long and don't want you to pray fervently. Amen. Want you to amen half sing and not sing. Want you to sleep through the message. Brother, in a time like that, everybody that knows anything about the kingdom of God, everybody that have a vision ought to be crying out, thirsting after God day and night. 
not at the banqueting and, and, and all in, and festivity, but all be thirsting after God with all what they possess. Read a little more. My flesh longing for thee, and a dry and a Lord, there's no water. Lord, have mercy. No truth, no word. Lord, where no water is, where no water is, my God, have mercy. Like Jesus looked over Jerusalem and said, Oh, Jerusalem, we ought to be looking over a city like Detroit, a whole apostate city, a lot of dead churches on every corner. We ought to be crying out before God. Lord God, how is it that the whole land is desolate? And Lord God, if we don't take a little fire there, they're doomed forever. Go up and down those long streets and see multitudes of people milling up down the street and there's nowhere they can go to for their soul to be fed. Nowhere they can go where there's a real genuine fire of God. And God help us if he put out our little fire, who's going to feed this dark world? If he kill our inspiration, where in the world are we going to find it? They're certainly not in Babylon. And brother, the little brook that we've been bathing in are drying up all over the land. One after another, one after another. Every time, brother, every few months, people going back licking up their own vomit. Going back on their own messages. Reconsidering things that they denounced. Brother, we're living in a terrible time. We're living in a dry time. God help us. Read a little more. Listen, I'm thirsty, Lord, to see thy power and thy glory. So as I have seen thee in the sanctuary, Lord, have mercy. David said, Lord, this thing is drying up. I saw a little bit of your power, but I don't see it anymore. I read a little bit about it, but I don't see it anymore, Lord. And I'm thirsty to see it again, Lord. Lord, I'm longing to see your power as I once saw it in my life. Lord, I used to leap in ecstasy. My God looked like, Lord, the Spirit of God used to just lift my soul heavenward, but I can't find that no more, Lord. I'm longing, I'm thirsting for that back again. God help us. Oh, who's thirsting anymore? Who even cares anymore? Lord, even after the song stopped, I might shout for five minutes. I'm longing for that again, Lord. And I'm longing so much that nothing else really matters. That's how I know when you're after God. When you're fussing and contending for everything else, praise God, and your soul is dry as a bone. You, you, you're, not, you're not getting away. I know you're not. I know you're not, praise our God. Oh, this is a tremendous thing we're dealing with. God, help us out. Amen. What do you say now? I'm thirsty to see the power of the, and the glory. I want to see the power and the glory, Lord, in my life. God help us. God, please help us. They want you to people can sit right here under, right now and God can show themselves a clear day and it's not going to make a bit of difference. Not one bit of difference in that pinnacle. That's too much. No, they don't see no power and glory. And not even thirsting after it. could kill us in most cases. Oh, Lord. Let me see if I can go a little further. My God have mercy. Psalm chapter 42. Read for me, please. As the heart panted after the water brook, so panted my soul after thee, O God. My soul thirsted for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? Will you pray with me? <laughs> you get this. 
My soul thirsted for what? For God. You get this, children. Both peoples are not thirsting for God. Will you pray with me, dear one? Most people just want to have a little shelter in case they die so they won't go to hell. I know I'm right. Brother, most people, their, their chief concern is just say, I'm saved so I won't go to hell if I shouldn't have to get killed or something. But as far as really seeking all that God is, seeking the very presence of God, brother, that, that, they could care less about it. To be filled with the presence of God, they're just seeking a refuge from hell. Just want to be saved enough so I won't drop off in hell if I die. But as far as just seeking God, Lord, give me more of God. Hell or no hell, I want all that you are. Fill me with yourself. How many people you find just praying that prayer, brother? If they get in trouble with God, they'll seek enough refuge so they can maybe get God's favor again. Or they got a problem or something else. But just far as seeking God, seeking the fullness of God. Lord, just fill me with yourself that I might be shaped in your very image. Just fill me with you. Just fill me with you. Just you, Lord. You, you. Not no superficial refuge. Not just trying to stay on the safe side so in case Jesus come, I'll be ready. But Lord, I want you. If some of you seek God as much as they're seeking other things, but they'd be feeling it today. Oh my God. What did he say? Now I want to show you the attitude of a person who is really thirsting after righteousness. My soul thirsted for God. For the living God, when shall I come and appear before God? Listen, my tears have been my meat day and night, <laughs> while they continually say unto me, Where is thy God? Lord, I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed, Lord, when people who knew me, when the Spirit of God was really working in my life, and when they come to church now two or three times in a row, and I can't go forth, and they say, Where's your God? I'm embarrassed, Lord. Where's that going forth that you had? Aren't you the one I see you running around in circles in the church? Aren't you the one I see you see leaping so high? Where's your God? Lord, I'm embarrassed. That's what David said. Lord, I'm embarrassed. To those people who have known the glory of God in my life and have seen me go forth, and now I can't go forth like that anymore. Please help me. Lord, I'm crying day and night trying to get back what I had, trying to get that feeling back. Would be you hear me pray down the very heavens and now Lord the most I can do is muster up an occasional dry set of words <laughs> people in the streets you're not like you used to be where that fire you used to have those convictions I used to be I used to be afraid to say anything to you because you're so holy now you can joke and laugh and you get in the car and go play with me and all you're concerned about things of this world where's your God brother I used to be scared to approach you because I know you're going to tell me about Jesus so try to give me a tracker but now we can have fun you come and eat watermelon and laugh and kick your legs up come on I can relax around you now I'm glad you came down off of, off of that spiritual horse you was on I'm glad you came down I'm glad you I'm glad you back back to earth again and you are back to earth again. You're not in the spiritual heavens anymore. David said, I'm embarrassed when they ask me, where's your God? 
Where is he? Where is he? We used to fear you, David. I was reading this morning how that David had God's favor at one point where the fear, everybody feared him. Not necessarily because he was a mighty warrior, but because they favored him and they feared David. They feared to approach him. There was a time, and no doubt in your life, when spirits were afraid to come near you. Why? They knew you had power to rebuke them. People were afraid to come to you with any kind of worldly mess. Oh, that's what I forgot. I'm sorry. They know that you're not going for no foolishness. Come on. Come on. Oh, I know you don't read this kind of mess. You don't read this, this comic. Yeah, I know you don't read all that mess. I'm sorry. I forgot. Come on. Oh, my God. People used to fear to come to your house. Why? Because you're going to be praying all the time. When they come to visit, they go to the motel until they come to your house. Why? Because you're going to be praying all the time. All you do is pray. I don't pray all the time. All the people here, you're praying all in your room and can't come out and socialize, praying, praying, praying. You just fear. Keep them under conviction. When they come to visit, you keep them under conviction. Now they come and sit down. All y'all get down in the floor and let your head down. Oh my God. Where is your God? Where is he? Where is he? Where is he? You had him, but what happened to him? Where's that power? Where's that glory? David, I'm embarrassed, Lord. Please give it back to me. Lord, I've been crying my tears. It's been my meat night and day. Brother, as I've often said, if you can see where anything have left you, and brother, you can just lollygag around, God have mercy. That's what apostasy is. That's exactly what happened to the Laodicean church. They lost it, but brother, you could not convince them that they had lost it. Come on. Some of us praise our God at the outset. We came inspiring the saints and exhorting and people, oh, what a spiritual young man, what a spiritual young lady. Power in your life, but the devil, I'm going to fix you, I'm going to give you something else to take your interest. I'm going to wrap you up in something else. And then the saints going to be saying, what happened to her God? What happened to that anointing? What happened to that exhortation they used to have? Can't you see it? Can't you realize it? My God have mercy. Oh, it would, how it would embarrass me. How it would embarrass my very soul. People come back to the next meeting and that which they saw me with last time. Where is your God? What, what happened? I've had ministers to come maybe and ask me, what happened to so-and-so? They knew them in their heyday. They knew when the glory was ringing in their lives. But now, they don't see it anymore. What happened? Where is the God? Oh, blessed God. All right. Let me see what he says now. When I remember these things, I pour out my soul in me. For I had gone with, I had gone with the multitude. I went with them to the house of God. With a voice of joy and praise. With the multitude that kept the holy day. He said, I was still going to church. Lord have mercy. And I was going where the saints were rejoicing and keeping the holy day, but I lost them at my own soul. <laughs> Brother, people letting the devil deceive them because they're still coming to church. They're still observing certain days. Well, I still pray and I still fast on certain days. Oh, but David said, I'm still doing all that, but brother, I don't have God in my soul like I had him. I'm embarrassed with myself. I'm embarrassed. I'm actually embarrassed with 
What has happened to me? I'm still going down there where the saints are rejoicing and all that kind of thing, but I can't get with them. Isn't that something? Do you read that? Are you with me? My God, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. In Romans chapter 3, verse 11, read for me, please. There is none that understandeth. There is none that seeketh after God. They are all gone out of the way. That's why they are not filled with righteousness. Why? They're not seeking God. He said, None of them seek God. That's why they're not filled with righteousness. They're not seeking after it. All right. Why aren't they? Why aren't they seeking after Philippians chapter two? I believe verse twenty. For I have no man like-minded who will naturally care for your estate. For all seek what? This is why they're not seeking after God. They're seeking their own, preparing for the future, preparing for this, preparing for the other. I often tell saints of God, I don't care what's on the agenda. I don't care how important the occasion, brother. We shouldn't cease our quest for God. We're not going to put God on the shelf for no occasion. I don't care how important it seems. The reason why they're not, the Bible says that none seeketh God. And this is the why they're not, this is why they're not seeking God. They're all seeking their own. Brother, people are seeking things that will prepare them for the future, that will make them comfortable, that will feather their nest. At the expense of the desolation of the house of God. Everybody's seeking their own. Don't have time, brother. I'm telling you. Can't squeeze in the next repair meeting. What? They're seeking their own. Isn't that pitiful? I don't care how much desperation, brother. Brother, let's have, let's have a good brother's prayer meeting. They don't have time for it. They're seeking their own. Come on. I got to go to my extra job. I got to fix my car. I got to fix my this. I got to my do this. I got to uh, uh, trim the edge of my lawn. I got to do anything. Come on. Seeking their own. Brother, let me tell you something. You can let the devil deceive you. Well, as soon as I get situated, then I'm going to put, no, you won't. If that's your spirit, there's going to be always something to occupy you. You get this in date. If that's your spirit, it's going to be always something to take your time. It's not just what you're doing now, and when you get through with that, you're going to start seeking God. It don't happen that way, brother. It's your spirit that calls you to do that. Not, what you, not the incident, not what you're doing, not your broken down car, your house or whatnot. It's your spirit that calls you to do that. And when that's over, you're going to be giving your time to something else. And when that's over, you're going to be giving your time to something else. And the devil deceives you as soon as you get this situated. Just give all your time to this. And when you get this situated, then you can just seek God without distraction. That's the deception from the devil. If you move to Italy, you'll be doing the same thing. Lord have mercy. Psalms 107 verse 9. 107 verse 9. Quickly, please. Blessed God. Oh, someone read for me. For he satisfies the long soul. For he satisfies. He satisfies the longing soul. And filleth the hungry soul with goodness. And filleth the hungry soul with goodness. That's why so many people are not satisfied today. 
Can I tell you something, children? Please, can I tell you something? You get this. The, now, let me have your undivided attention for just a few moments. <coughs> if a person is not satisfied in their souls, they're not going to be satisfied with anything else. Now you know you can turn you can stop your ears up if you want to. That's why I often give you marriage counsel. If a person is not satisfied in his soul and not going to be satisfied unless he's filled with the fullness of God, he's not going to be satisfied with you. You can, you can let the devil see you if you want to. They will not be satisfied with you. And you can get some of your carnal men and women if you want to, but if they're not satisfied in their soul, they're not going to be satisfied with you and you're going to have nothing but a big old blot of problem on your hand. Now you, you, you better get out of that carnal mess. Just looking for something to satisfy your flesh for a moment, brother. If a person is not satisfied in their soul, you're not going to satisfy because God has to satisfy a person. And what the word of God say? Come on. He satisfied the longing soul. And fill the hungry soul with goodness. If you're not hungry, thank God you're not going to have it. That's all there is to it. Brother, I'm so glad that God taught me this. I'm telling you the truth. Some people are naive enough Listen, all if I just had you, that'd be all I want. You can be deceived if you want to, brother. If a person not satisfied in their soul, you just gonna be a momentary stopover, and you're not gonna last very long. I'm gonna, I guarantee you. I certify you, brother. Then you can tell when a person begins to lose out with God. They become dissatisfied. They got to do this. They got to go here. Got to go. Got to always be doing something different. They lose that satisfaction. But brother, when you're satisfied with God, you can come to service and get your soul filled and go home. <laughs> you can make your living and, let, and, and, and be satisfied with that. And give the rest of that time to God seeking things of the Spirit. I know that. But when you begin to lose satisfaction, you're going to take everything you'll be drawn from here and drawn from there and drawn from this, and you're not going to get enough of nothing. You're not going to get enough money, not going to get enough houses, not going to get enough women, not enough men, and I know it. You know, you won't do it. Why? Because you're not satisfied. And what the word of God say? He satisfied what? He satisfied the loving soul. Come on. And fill it the hungry soul with goodness. Thank God if you're not hungry, God's not going to feed you because you wouldn't appreciate it anyway. How do you know it? Brother, when you get up gluttoning, gluttoning yourself at the table, I we can say that all kinds, we can say chicken and steak and cake and ice cream and everything before you walk up from it. Why? You're already full. Come on! And by the same token, brother, when we're satisfied with God, all this other mess, we don't want it. All this fleshy mess, we don't want it. It, it holds no attraction to us. Why? We're filled up with God. We're satisfied with God. We don't need no additives. Need no extras. And it's going to take God to satisfy you. And then when you may well decide that, you may well ponder that in your heart, you're not going to satisfy yourself. It's not because you don't have no money in the bank. That's not your problem. It's not that you don't have a husband. That's not your problem. It's not that you don't have a car. That's not your problem, even a job. But your problem is the fact that you're not filled with God. Because the Bible says he satisfies the longing soul and what else? And feels what? And feels the thirsty soul with what? With goodness. The Word of God says it. The Word of God says it. If we're on the wrong track thinking that these superficial things are going to fill us or satisfy us, you're wrong. You say, I tried the road of sin and found his prospects all deceived. Well, maybe things not sin per se, you're going to find they deceive you too, brother. 
You can get all saved and pay for your car and pay for your house and pay for your this and that and the other and get ten or twelve thousand dollars to make. That's not gonna satisfy you. And get your little wife to go with it. Oh, right, let me read you one more scripture. Isaiah chapter fifty-five. God have mercy upon us. God have mercy today. Oh, everyone that thirsty, come ye to the waters. And he that hath no money, come ye, buy, eat. Yea, come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Wherefore do you spend money for that which is not bread? And your labor for that which satisfies not. Why are you doing it? Why are you just giving your body, your soul, and your mind, and you're not satisfied? Don't tell me that you are because you can't be. There is no way in the world that a person that have known any of the glory of God can be satisfied without his fullness. You can't be. God won't let you be. So why just give your body, your soul, and your mind, and your time trying to satisfy yourself with something that can't possibly satisfy you? I've often made this illustration. Henry Ford invented the automobile. And he made the engine to run off of gas. And nothing else can satisfy that engine. Milk, Kool-Aid, pop, nothing else but gas. Nothing else. It was put alone or uh, clank and uh, do nothing. Why? Because Henry Ford made that engine that nothing but gasoline can satisfy. God made you so nothing but his spirit can satisfy you. And I know, I can say without fear of contradiction, if you're not filled with the spirit of God, you're not satisfied. Unless you're a reprobate. Unless you are a reprobate, you're not satisfied. You can't be. And the very fact that you can be dissatisfied not seeking God is too much for me. Brother, no, any person who has any question marks about that being filled with the Spirit should be crying out before God day and night and these little mess that pulling them aside and stirring them up and, and causing them confusion shouldn't even be an issue with you. It should not even be an issue with you. I've seen people, brother, who really get a genuine experience of salvation and somebody might tease them. I least also like you say, man, I ain't got time for that, brother. I'm not even sanctified yet. I'm seeking God. I, I mean, I'm not even ready for no courtship yet. That give me no man got an experience. Why? Because I know what he's seeking. But with a person upset about everything else, I doubt they even saved. And then know they're not spiritual, know they got no faith, and upset about something else, I doubt their salvation. This is a tremendous thing, but I know why. Because the Bible says when you find that one pearl of great price, you sell out everything. And go and buy the whole field. Well, if I got something a little bit and that good, I'm going to sell out everything and get the rest of it. Don't you tell me, praise our God. I'm going to sell out everything and get the rest of it. If I got this little bit, I'm going to buy the whole field. So I sell all. Amen. He that hung and thirst after righteousness shall be filled. If you've lost your hunger, brother, when a person has a terminal illness, the last and the most fatal sign when you know they're about crossed over when it's well they lost the appetite they're not eating anymore when you go to the hospital rooms and you see trays sitting up there maybe one little, one little bite of jello is all that they could take or maybe they fished a little ice out of the glass and all of that beef and that potatoes and that beans are still there day after day day after day that's all that you see a full tray taken away. And that's why you come back in and you look over there and the bed's made up and say, what am I so-so? Or uh, you'd have to see the family. They expired this morning. Brother, I know the same thing with a soul. I can tell you, brother. 
I can tell you when you ask why we pull the sheet over the head. Well, then when a soul stops eating, amen, when that thirst is gone, when that, when that hunger is gone, when I see a person not seeking God, not asking, when we have a, we have a good brother's prayer meeting, when we have an all night meeting. You know, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm questioning my sanctification. When, you know, I'm not satisfied with my power. When I see a person lose that urge, that, that, that quest, it's, brother, they're, they're in a mess. I know they are. God help us this morning. If you, if you lost that spiritual appetite, if you lost that thirst, you ought to be seeking it with all that you possess. With all that you possess, you ought to be seeking it. Your tears ought to be your meat. David said, all I'm eating is tears. David said, all I'm, I can't eat no bread. All I can eat is tears. What I'm too concerned about, I see myself. The world is taking me over. I'm concerned with foolishness. Now I'll be concerned with things of the spirit. I, I can't take it. No, I see myself. Now I woke up this morning. God woke me up. God let me see myself. I can't satisfy myself anymore. My, all I want now is tears. My condition has called me to cry all the time. I want God. Not, not security. <laughs> not just say I'm saved, but I want God himself. Unless you're hungering and thirsting. You'll never seek him in a, in a way so as to find him. Dear one, don't let the devil trick you. If you can keep hardening yourself when God sends you messages and you push past it, you, you won't be bothered after a while. You won't even be troubled. You won't even be troubled. That thirst and that will die altogether. Shall we stand? God help us this morning. He that hungers and thirsts after righteousness shall be filled. God have mercy upon us. Not almost full, not satisfying yourself with just a little drop or two, but shall be filled. God have mercy. Lord, my soul longing thirst after God, and my flesh, my flesh, Lord, my flesh is longing after God. My God, you're not gonna fail. You, you, you're not gonna fail in the flesh if your flesh is longing after God. God have mercy. God, please help us this morning. Oh, people are thirsting after the world, after more fun. People want to be saved, but if they won't have their fun, like the world, get out there in the street, rip up and down the street, and everything else. Not thirsting after God. Thirsting after the summer breeze. Everything but God. Oh, what shall we sing? May God stir our hearts once more. I trust we're not pastoring. <laughs> Come on. What, what number? 400. Why you come, God will help you. be filled but you got the hunger and thirst it's got, to, it's got to be your one consuming desire God have mercy as a heart panted after the water brook you ever seen a hungry deer running from hunters and he's breathing rapidly just looking for a drink of water 
David says, that's the way I'm thirsting after God. That's the way I'm seeking after God. God have mercy upon us. Oh, God help us. Sing. You know that song? Oh, my God, Lord, when I see the power and the glory and that I don't have. When I see myself and see my need.